You know, usually, in horror, if you were using sound like this as ambience, the clock would be slower. You would really be able to count the seconds between each tick. The silence. Listening for something else around the corner. But here it's almost like it's urging you to get out of the room as fast as possible. There's nothing waiting around the corner for you. Sometimes I have dreams, and I can hear this sound exactly as you're hearing it now. And then it's gone. If you spend your life giving multiple hours a day to something, whether it's work or a hobby, it is bound to work its way into your dreams. The fingernails of some creature boring their way past your skin and your skull and into your consciousness. And while I hate to use what is too descriptive of a metaphor, we are talking about survival horror here. You play something different than me, and maybe you were raised playing something different too. So, to me, when video games speak to my subconscious, it's usually in the form of survival horror. My chase sequences, nightmare fears, they're not shot like a movie. I can think of the visual language used to relate them. The camera is pulled back. The lights illuminate only some little part of the world, always fading off into the darkness. Things are static. Maybe it's an ambient fog or a film grain hangs over everything. I can hardly see. When people speak to me in dreams, I can sometimes hear their words at the bottom of the screen delivered in punchy yellow text. I hope this isn't Chris's blood. I guess those are the video games I see when I close my eyes, and sometimes I think about where that comes from. The first survival horror game I ever played was on the PlayStation 1 by Square Enix called Parasite Eve. There's a part in that game I still close my eyes during. Walking through an abandoned food court littered with bodies, you inspect someone who appears to still be alive. I've seen the scene before, but that doesn't stop me from closing my eyes still, even as an adult. The skin tears to show the muscle underneath as her skull takes a new shape. I still close my eyes when that scene plays, and I think it's because it had such an effect on me. Even as an adult, I don't want to look at it. Maybe it's because of terror, or maybe it's because I want to preserve the original moment as much as possible. That moment is still preserved somewhere in my head. And that's sort of the interesting thing about video games, and maybe even video game genre, isn't it? It's different from the way literature or movies use genre. A descriptor like survival horror means one thing, but it's also tied to time just as much. A horror game in 1997 looks completely different than a horror game today. 
they play different, they have different moods, atmospheres, they pull from different sources. They play different, and that's the most important thing here. Our primary method of engagement is play. So Resident Evil today will always feel different than Resident Evil of 1997. Maybe that's why video games can have such a profound effect on the way we dream. Your brain may pick up versions of cinematic storytelling from movies, or even tell you a story based on the movies of your favorite director, but the visual language of a video game is almost completely different. Maybe it's the low resolution and hazy fog of LSD Dream Emulator, or maybe it's the way the camera in Silent Hill swung around lazily. Maybe like me, your dreams follow you from a distance, locking from one place to the next as you go into new rooms in your dreamscape. I've certainly played enough Resident Evil for that to pretty much be the norm if I'm having a nightmare. This is the DeepHell.com podcast. In my restless dreams, I see that place. Don't touch that dial now, we're just getting started. It's interesting to me that to say something is dreamlike can be used as a complaint for every genre but horror. If a drama is dreamlike, it means the story isn't connecting or resonating like it should. It's not following a pattern of logic that lets you really project emotion onto it. This isn't, strictly speaking, every case. There are directors that use dreamlike fiction to really connect with the audience in a completely different way. And I think one of the reasons horror does that most effectively is because it's easier to tease out something that resonates with someone with dreamlike logic. A nightmare can still unlock desperate, primal fears in you, even as it drifts from one location unrecognizable to another, even as people you don't recognize speak to you and talk to you about things you know deep in your heart are true. The swell of horror games and survival horror games on platforms like Itch.io and GameJolt, really just all over, has probably a lot to do with this. There are so many of them that pop up to great levels of popularity, lacking anything like narrative hooks or even proper resolution. Often they'll drop you into an alien location and immediately start ratcheting up tension. Sometimes they'll prey on your knowledge of a common location or a shared experience. There are tons of these games that take place in late night office buildings, which probably says a lot about our generation. In another room, a copier ticks to life by itself. Lights flicker on and off. You hear something fall over the floor above you or a room over. Common little things like that that have a way of making us uneasy. So the language of these games becomes perfectly suited for our own psyche. I can't count how many times my own dreams have taken me back to Silent Hill or the Arclay Mountains, or any number of places. And it's funny because I always know where I am. Maybe it's like I said, and I'll be seeing myself from an out-of-body experience, like looking at me through a security camera. 
or maybe when my radio springs to life with that telltale crackling of static. I never get the chance to relive the many different power fantasies of video games. And maybe that says more about me than it does about the things I'm playing. Now we should turn our attention back to time and dreams. Get away from talking about all of this muddy, specific stuff. The power of horror is that it tends to leave a deeper imprint on us that we carry for a much longer time than... It's been almost 20 years since I played my first survival horror game, and many of the memories are still vivid and sticking with me. They come up in the things I create often. It's what you could call inspiration in a certain sense. Even more than that, those memories are so rooted to a specific time and place that it would be impossible to recreate them with any retro throwback software or homage in an indie game. And that's not to say those things can't be brilliant. In fact, they can. And in emulating things that came before them, they seek to gain new strengths. But maybe you're still a little scared. Maybe all of this talk of how long these things tend to stay with you is turning you off. And to that, you shouldn't let it get to you. Next time it's laid out, go ahead and pull the curtains back and let a little moonlight in. Dig out your old video game console or get on whatever online platform it is that you use to download these things. Pull up a Resident Evil or a Silent Hill or even an I'm Scared, a pixelated nightmare. Open yourself up to letting it really stick with you. Turn the lights off. Don't call your friends, put your phone away. Turn over to the experience. That's probably the strongest way, and really what I'm trying to get at. If we're open to turning ourselves more over to the experience as much as we possibly can, We're giving it a chance to burrow inside of us, and grow in interesting ways. Coming back to talk to us through our dreams. And maybe that's what... Maybe that's what really means all of this is art and worth doing, at the end of it. The great thing about dreams and maybe the reason horror embraces them so much is because their meaning is something deep and personal. So maybe it's not bad to be a little afraid after all. Thanks for coming back and listening to the DeepHell.com podcast. We don't really have a schedule or anything like that, but... You should just check us every week. 
We'll always be trying to put out interesting things for you to read or listen to, and hopefully one day play. Have a good night.